What does filmed for IMAX mean? It isn't just a movie that'll look great on IMAX's screens. It means that hiding from a sandstorm feels like fear in every flicker. And every triumph is felt in every sound wave. And the things we've only imagined, you can truly experience those too. That's what filmed for IMAX means. Get tickets to experience Dune Part 2 now and IMAX's exclusive expanded aspect ratio. Let's go. Video 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 What's going on, y'all? I'm back once again. Continuing with Rocky, this is round four now, and we got some stuff to talk about today because I got two versions of Rocky Four to get you into. But first, the original theatrical Rocky Four came out in 1985, got in 6.8 out of 10 on IMDb, a 37% from the critics, and a 79 from the audience. Big gaps. Rocky Four, this is the one I knew the most about. Years ago, at my grandmother's house, sitting downstairs watching Spike TV or just flipping through channels, having to stop on Spike TV. And it just so happened to be at the part where Apollo Creed and Ivan Drago are about to have their fight. Because I stopped because I saw James Brown, a bunch of America stuff everywhere, Dolph Lundgren, and then Carl Weathers dressed up like Uncle Sam. And I was like, what the fuck is this? Because I apparently didn't look at the guide and saw it say Rocky Four. So then I hit the guide and I was like, oh, this is Rocky Four. Never seen these movies before. So I sat and watched that scene and saw Apollo Creed get fucking murdered. And then, you know, I think I flipped the channel after that. Probably whenever the commercial break happened after Apollo Creed got mopped up, I turned it. And then I remember going back and clicking and seeing Sylvester Stallone, you know, running through the snow and, you know, carrying logs around or something like he source nigger in commando. And that was pretty much it. That was all of my Rocky knowledge. I mean, well, visual, you know, pop culture knowledge, of course, notwithstanding. But all of my personal, you know, Rocky knowledge was those two scenes. That was it. I thought I might have saw more than that. But after watching Rocky 1, 2, and 3, I realized I've seen none of this shit other than those two scenes. That was everything I knew. And right off the bat, you get that damn Eye of the Tiger song again. And even because a lot of the Rocky movies, or I don't know if it was a lot of them. I think the third one did it too. I can't remember now. But usually, you know, you get the... The title or the name Rocky comes in from the side of the screen that goes across and they got like the little fanfare going, oh no, this motherfucking has the, it has one glove come up with the American flag, the other glove come up with the Russia, uh, the, the hammer and sickle on it and they clash and explode and it's like, oh hell yeah, we super in the cheesy 80s now, baby. And of course you got to recap that fight from the last movie because you know that's what we do around here. You got to start, that's the one thing I do appreciate because- I know back in 85, you know, VCRs were out, but it's probably too expensive and tapes probably cost too damn much. So people probably hadn't seen this since the theater. Or maybe it played on TV at this point, too. I don't know. But it's like, I love it for that reason, but also because you start out with action. 
Like no drama right at the beginning. You except for the first movie. No, even the first movie, he was fighting in the um, he was fighting in that uh, gym where that girl was calling him a fucking bomber and all that shit. So never mind. So it was always a little action starting movie out, which is appreciated. Stallone with Mr. T ass one more time, and then I can't remember Rocky three. They had this big nice ass house, but they got a big nice ass house in Rocky four. And this was the other thing I knew about, but not because I had seen it before, because I had just seen it parody before. It's Paulie's birthday. And Rocky gets this motherfucker a robot <laughs> for his birthday. And I've seen this parodied in like Family Guy and all that. And it's basically, he comes in there and he, well, I don't know, it doesn't do that yet. At one point, it like hands him a drink and it like works as a telephone. But basically, they're like, hey, Paulie, you ain't got no friends, so we bought you one. Because the air bottles probably said, fuck Paulie too, like I did. But they chilling with Paulie and then going upstairs in the bedroom. Your boy Rocky gives Adrian an early anniversary gift. It's like a little bracelet watch or something like that he gives her. And it gives her a cake and everything. A little nice family moments. I thought the way they zoomed in and focused on that watch or bracelet, whatever you want to call it. Like, I thought that was going to come back somehow. I don't know if, like, if Drago was going to snatch her fucking chain or whatever the fuck. But the way they zoomed in, I thought it was going to come It never does, though. And then, (laughs) god damn it. I had to make a note of this. Because you cut to Apollo Creed. He's in the pool doing his thing, chilling out with the TV on the side. And then they write, they <laughs> damn you, Stallone, because you directed and wrote this. They cut to Apollo Creed, who was a black man. And the first thing you see in that scene or here is a goddamn church's fried chicken commercial, you sons of bitches. <laughs> don't think I didn't notice that. And they must have noticed it too because I don't think it's in the fucking recut version either. We'll talk about that other version. But fuck all y'all for putting a fucking fried chicken commercial in the scene immediately when you show the black person. I know what you did, goddammit. It's Black History Month out here. <laughs> but they show the TV though because Ivan Drago and his wife and his trainer, whoever the hell that manager, whoever that was. They're on a press conference on TV. They're from the Soviet Union. And they're like, basically, look, we about to come to America and fuck y'all fighters up. We want to fight Rocky, though. Give me give me a champion. I want to whoop his ass. And then you show a little bit of his training because they got the little. That's one thing they haven't really shown a lot in this movie. And I guess it's showing like how they're technically advanced. But they also show this motherfucker taking what I believe are steroids at the same time, too. But they got him set up and wired up on all the little exercise machines, taking all the uh, numbers and meters and all that. Because they have him punch. It always reminds me, um, he punches a little thing and it like gives a score of how hard he punched. He ends up hitting like a 1,850 pound punch, which is fucking crazy. But all I could think of was those little things that like gang works or like arcades. Uh, I almost said Barnes and Noble. Fuck. Uh, what's it? Dave and Busters. Where you punch the shit out that thing and it gives you a score. And I've seen so many people punch walls and probably destroy knuckles doing that. So that's all I could think of the whole scene. Was that damn punch game at Dave and Buster's or Gangworks? If you still have them, I don't know if they still exist. They don't exist here no more. I know that. But yeah, after that, you know, Apollo Creed, you can tell the gears is moving in his head. And I don't think he's fought since the Rocky fight because I think in the part three day he goes. Part three he was commentating during the fight with Ice T. Uh, Ice T, fuck, Mr. T and Rocky. So I don't think he's fought since this. So it's got. I think they do say it's been five years since he fought. But you know, he see he see an opportunity here, so he go head over to Rocky's. And he's trying to tell Rocky, like, yo, man, I want to have an exhibition with this dude. Basically, you know, he want to get some press is what it all comes down to, seemingly. And I laugh because in this scene, Paulie is sitting there and Apollo Creed is going over his plan. And then that fucking robot comes in and it has like a super like sexualized female voice now. And it's like, oh, thank you, Paulie. What do you want, Paulie? All that type of shit. 
And I love Apollo Creed's face when he looks over at it. He's just like, what the fuck is that? Because <laughs> it does, it interrupts the fuck out of the scene. You know, Apollo Creed, Carl Weathers is doing his acting, talking about all the stuff he want to do. And then this goddamn robot just shows up. And his face it was probably the same exact face I had. Like, what the fuck is this? I love that scene. Good acting by Carl Weathers because I felt how he was like, what the hell is that? But Rocky and Adrian, they kind of trying to talk him out of it because they're like, bro, you ain't fought in five years, bro. You old, you flabby and sick, motherfucker. Like, why you want to do this? You know, you might need to change, man. He's like, they're because they're watching old footage or the old tape of, you know, Apollo and Rocky fighting. And uh, Rocky's like, you know, this ain't us no more, man. We old now. We need to chill out and act like we old men. And he's like, man, I don't want to change, motherfucker. I want to get my fight on. And I need you in my corner. You you down? You my homie? And then Rocky's like, absolutely. So they signed for the exhibition. And they had a press conference. And my boy Apollo Creed is out there. And he's doing the promo, like, showing out for the cameras. And Drago is not saying a goddamn word. He's just, uh, Brigitte Nielsen is playing his wife. I think she kept saying his wife. And she's talking for him. And the dude is talking for him, basically. And so Apollo Creed is fucking with him. He's like, he must have left his tongue in customs, you know, because he ain't saying nothing. But eventually he does piss off Drago. Because, you know, when it's all over, Ro- uh, Apollo and Rocky, they walk off. Apollo's like, yo, did I do good? And he's like, Rocky's like, yeah, it's a little loud for me, but, you know, whatever. But... When they go back to Drago, Drago knocks over a sign or a stand-up of Apollo Creed. So, you know, he's pissed. And so I was like, I know where this is going already. I was like, I kind of I kind of wish I didn't know that he's about to get fucking murdered. But it's like, with that shot right there, it's like, oh, this is not going to end well for Apollo. Like, I knew either. Like, if I didn't know he's going to die, I was like, he's going to get fucked up. Like, if I didn't think he's going to die, his ass is going to be in the hospital with brain damage the rest of this movie at some point. Because Rocky even tries to tell him again. Rocky must have noticed that too or something. Because he's trying to talk this motherfucker into postponing this fight. And he's like, no. I ain't postponing shit. So fucking get the festivity started. James Brown comes out. He's doing living in America. Drago's looking around like, man, what the hell is going on? Almost like how your man's looked at that robot in that other scene. Like Drago now is looking around at all the pageantry and bullshittery and fuck around that's going on. And he's just like, man, I'm about to really whoop his ass now. Like it's on principle now, motherfucker. So they get to the ring, you know, and they supposed to shake hands, bump gloves, whatever it is. But your boy Apollo, or uh, not Apollo, but... uh, Fuck. I can't even say Drago. God damn it. Drago just basically says, you will lose. You're going to die, basically. He ain't say that, but that's what he's saying. And he beats the fuck out of Apollo Creed that first round. And he beats his ass in the second round to the point where Rocky is like, bro, I'm going to throw in a towel. Creed's like, don't you throw in that towel. Like, I'm going to throw in a towel. Like, don't you throw in that goddamn towel. If you my friend, don't throw in that He's like, I'm going to throw You don't throw that towel in. He's like, okay. And so he gets the fuck beat out of him. And you get the one, the other thing I do remember from this movie, because me and PJ laugh and joke about it all the time. You did, uh, fuck, I can't remember his name right now, but the trainer is out there like, throw in the damn towel. Like about to cry and shit, because he knows his boy is getting fucked up. But Drago lands one good, sweet ass punch. Apollo falls to that mat and is literally twitching. Because that's why I'm like, ooh, <laughs> he is dead. Like, I wonder now looking at it like, Cause they don't mean. Cause with the body twitch, you might think maybe he's got brain damage. Maybe he's just a little fucked up. But nah, when they show him again, I'm like, oh, he dead as fuck. Wifey runs up, Rocky run up, everybody run up, but he done got done up, and it's a wrap now. So immediately cut to the funeral, and Stallone saying a few passing words for him, and then they just immediately cut to like another fight conference. Like they don't show nothing in between. Like straight from the funeral to Rocky being like, yo. We about to get it in. You fuck my boy up. Your ass is going down. And he even said, like, you know it's about to, you know he on that bullshit. Cause he like, man, I ain't even got about to get paid for this. I'm not gonna take no money. 
I'm going to go ahead and go to Russia and I'm going to do this shit on Christmas. Like Rocky is like, I don't go. I, whatever I got to do, I'm going to go and I'm going to fuck him up. And of course, Adrian ain't with that. Adrian, Adrian is like, nah, nah, Rocky, you, you can't beat him. Like, what do you got to prove? You can't win. And when she says that, you but Rocky just like, damn, even my own girl don't believe in me. So he goes for a little montage in a Lamborghini. You know, I was reading about this. I saw somebody said that the first half of the movie is 37 point something percent montages. And the second half is like 50 something percent montages. Like I always knew the joke about Rocky four with all the montages. But that shit is real. Like, there are mad montages in this movie, and it's, it's super 80s, and I didn't mind it, and the music is, like, I love 80s pop music and all that corny shit that a lot of stuff came out like, and this is hitting that sweet spot. I fuck with all these montages in this soundtrack. And speaking of which, like I said, they get to Russia. Rocky got a little secluded cabin out there. He got the Evil Dead cabin out there in the snow. He ain't got no technology Nobody to really fight with, train with. He's doing everything on his own. He's out jogging. He's out helping lifting up horse carts or whatever. He's lifting up the cart with. Oh, I guess I'm skipping ahead a little bit because Adrian does show up at one point. It's kind of funny because it's a training montage. At the end of it, he goes back to the crib and Adrian is standing there. And she's like, I couldn't stay away. I missed you. He's like, I missed you too. And he go right into another montage. Like it does not fuck around. Right in one, right into the next one. And then the movie is damn near almost over because you're just getting ready for the fight. You're prepping up. I was talking about that earlier, or maybe it was in the episode or Rocky Three episode, but Paulie shows some love. Paulie's like, man, look, I know I'm an asshole, and I know most people would have said, fuck Paulie, like that guy from Home Video Hustle, but you, you stayed down for me, man. He's like, if I can unzip this body and become somebody else, I'd become you, Rocco. And it's a real sentimental moment. But then, of course, he can't be sentimental too long. So he's like, no, go out there and knock this motherfucker out. Yeah, absolutely, Bali. You know, and he goes out there. And so that I, I w- it's almost like every other movie because part one was fuck Bali. Part two was he and eh, he ain't bothering me as much. Part three was really fuck Bali. And this one, he didn't bother me as much. I guess he was too busy fucking his sex robot or whatever he was doing. But he didn't bother me as much here. And I forgot to say, too, that's right. This is a non-sanctioned match. So there's, this ain't even for the title. Like I said, this is all about just beating that ass. So they go out there. They got the Russian anthem playing. And he get the one, probably the, the most. Yeah, I will say, I think it's honestly the most famous line from this movie. And maybe most of the Rocky movies is that Drago just looks him at his eyes and like, I must break you. And then, yeah, the fight starts. And round one definitely went to Drago. <laughs> Drago put in that motherfucking work. And I put round two, like, if, again, if I'm judging these, I put round two as a tie because Rocky came back in the second half of that round. But Drago was beating his ass in the first part, too. And there was even, like, a little, uh, in wrestling terminology, there was, like, a little afterbirth afterwards because after the round ended, they just kept on scrapping, like, referees and everybody had to jump in and everything. Again, to kind of explain my wrestling shit. Basically, they would call it, some people, it's an, I think it's an older term. I don't know if it's used a lot nowadays, but they call it afterbirth, like, whenever the match is over. And they do a bunch of bullshit afterwards. Like they start fighting, or maybe they somebody go and pick up chairs, and they start swinging around and hitting people and do, doing the most after the shit's already over. You know, when they're doing something, the dudes like ding 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 ding, ringing the bell and all that. That's what that is, basically. and that's what they kind of do here after the round. Uh, yeah, after the round is over, they just start going at it a little bit more. So animosity is high, and then you get another montage because round three, pretty much, I think it, it legit is a montage from round three all the way to round fifteen because it's still fifteen rounds in nineteen eighty five, which I thought might be done with by now 
But the crazy thing is they were booing the absolute fuck out of Rocky the whole time. But by the time round 15 come around, your boy Rocky didn't put up such a good fight that the crowd didn't turn. They cheering for him. Like, I'm sure it's not 100% unanimously cheering for Rocky, but he's getting a lot more than none. And of course, the dude that like manages or whatever the fuck does for Drago, he's pissed because he's like, bro, they are out here cheering for him. What the fuck are you doing? Go beat his ass. And it pisses off Drago because he's like, bro, I'm not fighting for you. I'm fighting for me. And he lifts that motherfucker up and tosses him around all the ring. Like, get the fuck out of my ring, basically. And he goes up to Rocky at the start of the match and says, to the end, motherfucker, clap knuckles. Like, we in this now. And, you know, it's a good match. But, of course, like usual, your boy Rocky wins. And this time it doesn't, just a lot of these times, yeah, a lot of times when this shit ends, he just kind of fades or, no, not fades really, but. No, I can't say that because round three, they did, or round three, in the third movie, they did have a scene after the fight. But typically, it seemed like once the fight was over, like that was the end of the movie. But like I said, part three had the scene with him in Apollo training and shit. But this one, he does a little speech, you know, because of course, 1985, you know, Berlin Wall and all that type of stuff was still going down. So he's like, hey, look, Cold War and all that stuff. So he's like, man, look, when I came here, you guys hated me. You booed me. You told me I wasn't shit. You didn't like me. And he was like, you know what? Because of that, I didn't like y'all either. But things change. Now you like me. And I like you guys too. So maybe we can all learn to like each other if we just put aside our differences. Basically, I'm kind of paraphrasing this shit, but that's basically what he was saying. And then you get, you know, a little, what would you call it? Like the little thing where everybody stands up and claps. Like the dude, oh, who was his name? He was like the... Oh, it's not the prime minister. It's not the the, the president. I, whatever. The equivalent of such to Russia. I can't remember what his name was. But he gets up and he does like the little slow clap that, you know, gets everybody else doing it. And the little uh, Drago's trainer dude is salty because, you know, he lost basically. You know, he did all this training, all this smack talking. His dude got his ass beat. Oh, and then I made a note too because in that speech, he also, his son is at home watching on the TV with his friends. And he looks at him and says, Merry Christmas, kid. So I was like, damn, Rocky Four is a Christmas movie. Ain't that a bitch? <laughs> so there you go stork if you're listening i got another christmas movie for you but yeah that was pretty that was rocky four man not bad i liked it man you know what i said earlier in one of the episodes there's a two camps where people there's people that think rocky one is the best there's people that think rocky four is the best i fall in the rocky four camps i get the first one a seven i don't get on rocky four and eight baby the question though do i like two or four better because i also get part two and eight I don't know. They're really about equal to me. I like two and four pretty much equally. I'm almost looking at this almost like how the Star Trek movies are, where it's like a common fan thing where the even number Star Trek movies are the better ones and the odd numbered ones are the weaker ones, or in some cases, just the terrible ones. And like I said, part one, I liked, but I like part two better. Part three was, eh, it was cool, but part four was better. I heard everybody say Rocky Five sucks. But then I've heard Rocky Six is not that bad. So I was like, I'm now curious to see if this is a Star Trek situation with me here. Because I like Rocky Four way better than parts one and three. Rocky Four was a lot of fun to watch. I kind of got into Rocky Four. So much so, in fact, that I remember that there was an ultimate director's cut, quote unquote, that Sylvester Stallone at Reed did back in like, what, 2021, I think it was. So I actually went to Amazon. Of course, all these movies are streaming except that version. So I actually had to pay to rent it. But, you know, I had Amazon credit. So I only paid like, what, like a dollar ninety eight to rent it. And again, like I said, I was curious because I've 
I saw it was only two minutes longer. So I'm like, oh, is it one of those directors cuts that just adds like one scene? But from what I understand, it because they even changed the title as longer. It's not just Rocky Four. Now it's Rocky Four, Rocky versus Drago. Which I mean, I wouldn't have added that subtitle, but I guess he wanted to differentiate a little bit. But it's also technically it's, it's Rocky Four, Rocky versus Drago, Ultimate Director's Cut. If you add looked at the box art. I don't think it says that in the movie. No, in the movie. Because he even brought that back in this version of it. It has this, the you know, the title come in from the, the right and go to the left. And it says Rocky Four, Rocky vs. Drago. So he did bring that back. I made notes for this because I wanted to kind of watch for what was different. And I've noticed that it's more alternate takes at it and, and scene switch arounds than it is this flat out new scenes. Because when Rocky versus Drago starts, it's a fight cap of part three. But it's different. It's not just the flat out whole ending of the third movie. It actually cuts around like it shows Mr. T fucking him up. But then it cuts back to the scene where he pulls up to that statue and throws his helmet at it. And then it goes back to the end of the fight where he beat Mr. T. But see, the biggest thing here I can tell you right from the jump is one of the things he changed is. The robot stuff, the stuff with Paulie's birthday, a lot of the scenes with his kid, all that shit is gone. Like the regular version started with the robot and the anniversary gift and all that. Like that shit's gone. It just got straight to Apollo Creed sitting in the pool. And I, like I said, I think they cut out that chicken you know, commercial part. But that's the first thing you see is him watching that broadcast with Drago. And then there is a new scene added because, like I said, they... They, I, I read online I, something about the robot. It was something about he didn't want to pay royalties, I think, to the person that created the robot. So there, there is no robot in this version. So if you came for the robot, don't watch the director's cut because you're not getting the robot at all. It's not in the movie at all. Any scene that had that robot is cut. And he replaced it with like alternate takes in some cases or just flat out just new scenes. And this is one of the first new scenes because it shows... I guess uh, it cuts right from Apollo Creed in the pool and he's coming to Rocky's house and they're talking over the fight. And he's saying, oh, you know, it's all politics. You know, he's talking all this mess about America ain't shit and everything. He's like, nah, nah, I'm going to put an end to that. We're going to shut him up real quick. So in this version, it's more so in the original version, it was more. It's, I mean, of course, it's the same. in both versions. It's more about him clout chasing more than anything. But in this version, he tries to put a spin on it like, oh, it's about America. You know, it's political type thing. I'm going to just go a little bit step by step just so you guys can get the order and how to it's cut up a little bit. Because if you're familiar with the movie, maybe you can follow it a little bit. But from that scene, then it put, it cuts to Drago doing, you know, the 1,850-pound uh, punch and you know, all the interview and everything. And then the scene where Rocky is trying to talk him out of the fight, telling him, you know, we old now. You know, how much can you take? But from that scene with Rocky and Apollo, it actually cuts to a new scene again. Where Rocky walks into the kitchen and is talking to Adrian about everything. And Adrian is like, bro, nah, I, th- I think it's a bad idea. I don't think he should do it. And Rocky is like kind of because he's like, you know, it's my friend and I want to be there for him. And she's like, man, look, I know that's your friend. And I know you want to be there for him, but this is not going to be good. And so it's just a little bit extra scene. Like cause in the original movie, I don't think really Adrian really says a whole lot. She says a lot at that dinner table, but she never really says a lot after that. This gets another scene of her really trying to talk Rocky into not doing it. But of course, you know, it don't work. So we go to that press conference and this scene, it's the same scene, but they use alternate takes. Like I, I know it's a specific, uh, it's like a tilted camera and like a Dutch angle shot of Drago that I don't remember seeing in the original version. There's on some battlefield earth shit. 
And I think there were a couple different lines. Like Drago has a line here. I don't remember him having a line in the original version when I watched it. He actually said something. I don't remember what the line was, unfortunately, but he said something. So I'm no, I'm, I'm, that's when I know it's like, okay, there's actual like alternate takes. Like they didn't just add scenes or take scenes out. They're using alternate takes in certain instances. And this is one of them. And, and they do the same thing. Like there's a couple alternate shots in the actual fight with Apollo Creed and Drago too that I noticed. And then one of the bigger ones after he kills Apollo Creed is that in their theatrical version at the funeral, it's just Rocky that says something. And he kind of he's more he's not very emotional when he says what he says in the theatrical version, at least in my opinion. In this director's cut version, I think his name was Duke. Yeah, the black dude that trained Apollo. I think his name was Duke. Duke actually says something. He that you know, because in the original version, he, you, I don't even know if it cut to him or not. I don't remember. But he's giving a little speech for Apollo. But then Rocky comes up afterwards, and Stallone actually is crying. Like I don't think he showed this much emotion in the theatrical cut because he's like, you know, you, you gave me my shot when no one else would. And without you, I wouldn't be shit. You know, my family wouldn't have the things we have. I love you, man. Like he's, I'm like, I'm like, oh, this is a whole different take now. So that was pretty cool. And then I I think I spoke on this just now to when I was talking about part four, but this version, there's another scene added after the funeral. And this shows Boxy, uh, Boxy, what am I saying? Rocky going to the boxing commission and trying to get that fight sanctioned. Remember I was saying right after the funeral, it went straight to the second press conference. Here it actually does show him try and get that fight. And the dudes are like, look, bruh, he just killed a motherfucker in the ring. He has no actual professional fights. And they, like I said, and at least in America, you know, he got his Russia record. But here in America, he has no record. And he just killed somebody. He was like, bro, are you trying to get a boxing ban again? Like, because this is how you get a boxing ban. If he kills you, that's two people. And so they're like, yeah, no, we're not sanctioning that shit, dog. And Rocky just like, all right, fuck y'all then. Basically, he walks out. And that's why the fight is unsanctioned in the theatrical cut. And you get the second press conference again. And again, there are alternate takes and alternate lines added in. Rocky, you know, it's the same scene as before where he's telling Adrian that he's going to Russia and you get the drive-in montage. They leave the montage intact in full. They don't change the montage at all. And there's another scene. Well, I, I don't think I spoke on this in the theatrical cut, but there's a scene where he's talking to his son before he leaves. And this actually had, it's a little bit of, it's actually both. It's new, it's, it's not, it's not an alternate take, but it's actually added on because in the theatrical cut, he talks to the son, but in this version, he says a little bit more because he tells him, like, you know, sometimes, you, you know, you got to step up and do what you got to do. You know, he's giving his son more advice that he didn't in the theatrical cut. But then after this, there's another added scene where Rocky is talking to Adrian because in the theatrical cut, there's a taxi outside and Paul, he tells him, like, come on, you know, the meter's running. And then you just see him looking up at Adrian in the window. And I thought that was kind of weird that he didn't seem to speak to his wife before he left. But he does in this version. They have a little talk. And he brings up the line that I was talking about in the second movie where he's like, remember when I told you that I would never tell you not to be a woman if you just let me be a man? He's like, basically like, yeah, remember that again, because that's what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm going to go avenge my homie. They get back to Russia. That's the same. But I just I noticed that there was a new line when Paulie puts on some earmuffs and Rocky's like, where'd you get those? Well, why'd you got Adrian's earmuffs? He's like, oh, they look better on me. Like, I noticed that was different. That was a little added line. And then another added line in that scene is when they get to that uh, Evil Dead cabin, they were like, oh, he's like, oh, your stuff is in the shed or whatever. And he's like, all right, well, what about my sparring partners? He's like, no, no sparring partners. So that's why he doesn't have any in the theatrical cut either. And he's, because they're like, yeah, no, we're not giving you nobody to train with. Are you fucking crazy? So yeah, then Duke goes up there, gives a pep talk again, like in the original version. The training montage, all he didn't fuck with none of the montages. I noticed 
Like, I thought the montages might have been in a theatrical cut to, because I heard that the original cut of this movie was like two hours. It was like an hour long. So it would have been like two and a half hours. So I thought maybe the montages were putting a theatrical cut to fill that gap of the, you know, all the stuff he had to cut out. But he leaves them all here. I guess maybe he knows what the people want because the montages I always heard are the biggest part of Rocky Four is what everybody talks about. So I guess he was like, yeah, I'm going to leave those in there. So all that stuff is unchanged. The fight prep scene has a couple alternate scenes that I added where it's like just a longer shots of people looking at Rocky, you know, why he's getting ready and everything. I must break you happens again. Round one. Round one is pretty much it's the same shots. But I noticed that they and this happens before, too. But I forgot to take a note of it, but. They give Rocky like an internal voiceover at times. Like when Drago knocks him the fuck out, like it shows Rocky on the mat, like before getting up. But at the same time, now he added this line where he's like, oh, come on, man, get up. We train hard for this. Don't be scared now. And I noticed that that couldn't have been at that couldn't have been from the original cut because that voice sounded like Stallone. Now it sounded a hell of a lot older. So I was like Stallone, Stallone probably recorded that. And just added it in. Like maybe he was like, oh, I should have put this in there. So he added it in because I'm like, that voice does not match. <laughs> you can tell it's him, but you can also tell that it's probably 2021 Stallone that said that shit. But yeah, like I said, round two was the same. The montages are the same. There was a little addict's quick scene where, you know, Drago was getting fucked up and Duke came in. There. He was like, your boy hurt. Your boy like talking shit like that wasn't an original cut, I remember. You get to round 15. But one of the biggest difference I noticed, too, and I'm pretty sure that this is what happened. Or this didn't happen in the theatrical cut, but because I remember watching the theatrical cut when Rocky beat Drago, they counted because I thought I remembered like the, the people counting in Russian. Maybe I'm wrong, but that's what I thought I remember, because in this version, when he knocks Drago to the ground, there's no count. He just flat out cannot get back up and the referee calls the fight as a knockout. So I was like, oh, he actually just knocked him flat out in this version. I swear I remember counting in the other one. And then Rocky gives his speech. But it's a little bit more added to it this time. So that's another alternate or extended take. A big change that I thought actually worked better. Because remember, I was telling you after he did the speech, you know, the president or prime minister, whoever the fuck he is, he got up and he started doing a slow clap. Like, oh, yeah, you know, he's changed my mind. You know, maybe we can be better. In this version, he don't clap. He's pissed. When Rocky does his speech and he's holding up his American flag and everything, the Russian dude gets up and just walks out. Like, no clap. And I thought that fit better because it seemed out of character from the suddenly be like, oh, you know what? I, I think that you agree. Like, no, no, no. That motherfucker would get up and walk out. And that's what happened here. So I like that change. And another little added scene is, again, like I said, it, the theatrical cut ends with him freeze framing the ring. This one, he, he actually, like, walks out of the ring because he walks past Drago. And I guess they got some kind of, you know, a little bit of respect for each other, I guess, because they actually go over there and they tap gloves and shit. So I guess it's like no hard feelings, I guess. And uh, you kill my friend, but I beat your ass. So, you know, I got my lick back. And it shows Rocky go out the ring with Adrian and Duke and them. And then it freezes frames with him with his back to the camera walking out. And, you know, that was Rocky Four or Rocky versus Drago Ultimate Director's Cut. And in my opinion, Stallone should have just let it rock with that theatrical cut, man. The, 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 the director's cut didn't really add much. I heard... I guess in the interview, he said that it was supposed to like give more focus and attention to the fighters, which it does. But I think it's at the detriment of the film because there's some, it was just something missing and watching them back to back after each other. It's like, I think I got the full essence of it. It wasn't like I watched one 
and then watched it way later. Maybe that's what he wanted. Watching them back to back like that, there was just, it felt like, I mean, there literally was stuff missing. It felt like there was something missing. It felt slightly more lifeless than the theatrical cut. Like it just, it felt like you're watching like maybe like a YouTube super cut or something. Like, I don't know how to describe it. It was just like a little bit of the life got taken out of the film. Like granted, the stuff with Paulie and the robot doesn't contribute much and some of the other stuff they cut doesn't contribute much, but there's just something about this version of the movie that just didn't seem to flow right. Like, I don't know. I can't really explain in words. Like, you'd have to watch it and see if you, and then tell me if you agree with me or not. But it felt like there was stuff really, it was, the spirit of the movie, like, there's a big sp- chunk of the spirit of the movie is gone in this version. Even though there were things that I did like in this version compared to the other one, it was just something, it just was missing something. And I don't know exactly what to say. Maybe you needed those extra scenes of him with the kid. Because it seemed like, it seemed like this wasn't really Rocky's movie in this version. Like I said, it starts with Apollo Creed and the whole first part of the movie up until Apollo Creed gets his ass mopped up. Like it's all about Apollo. And then you get the Rocky, you know, stuff after that, but a lot of it is montage. So it's like, you feel like you don't get a lot of Rocky in the Rocky picture. You know what I'm saying? And you really don't get, like, I know I watched the uh, Siskel and Ebert review of this movie after I watched it. And they were complaining about how you didn't get a lot about Drago and you didn't get a lot about his wife. Like, you didn't get a lot of the Russian character. And here you get less of them. Like, Brigitte Nielsen got most of her lines cut. She's barely in this version of it. I don't know if that's because her and Stallone was married and they they got divorced and he like, yeah, get her out of my I don't know what it is, but she's not really there in this version. And Drago, gets he actually gets one or two more lines in the theatrical cut, but it's just it doesn't really amount to much. Honestly, I wish Stallone had just kept the bones and all that of the theatrical cut or, and just added what he thought necessary. Maybe he didn't have to add the whole hour, make it two and a half hours like he did originally, apparently. But even if he if he just, instead of taking that 30 minutes and swapping around stuff, he had just added the other shit back to that theatrical cut. I think that may have been the real ultimate director's cut. It's like it's taken away, kind of, you know, to, it sounds good, but taken away kind of took away from the movie a little bit. Even though the stuff he added every now and again was better for me. Like I said, the dude leaving at the end was better. A couple of lines here and there I liked better. Having the scene with Adrian in the kitchen worked a little bit better to show that she, you know, to basically show that Apollo Creed was going to get fucked. Like, you know, you, I knew it before I got into it because I knew about the movie, but there was just the overall vibe of, yeah, this is not a good idea. And it, it was a couple of extra scenes that kind of added that feeling to it, which made when it happened, it's just like, man, they told you, dog. But other than that, it's like, yeah, man, if I'm going to watch Rocky IV, man, I think I'm going to just stick with the theatrical cut because I think it flows better. It tells a better story. And I know I can't, I, I can't, I mean, he directed it and he wrote it. So if he say that's the director's cut, then I guess that's the director's cut. But as far as I'm concerned... The real ultimate cut of the movie was just going to be the theatrical cut. That's the one I think I like better, and that's the one I think that flows better. So if you only have one option, I would just say stick with the theatrical cut. You know, I know, you know, you might. Like me, I do it all the time. Like, if I see director's cut, I typically will go for that version. Because I'm like, oh, you know, if the director wants this version, then that's the one I should probably watch. In this case, it's if it's a curio, man. You know, if it's a curiosity for you. If you love Rocky IV and you're like, hey, I'm curious to see what they changed, go for it, for sure. But if you're like a first time, like if I watched Rocky IV first, I wouldn't have liked it as much because, you know, for score's sake, if I had to give, like I gave Rocky IV theatrical an eight, I would give Rocky versus Drago a six. 
Because it, like I said, there was just spirit and life in the movie that I feel like got taken away in that version. I don't know exactly how to explain it. It's just overall afterwards, I just had a feeling of just slightly more emptiness, I guess, from the picture is the best way I can describe it off the top of my head right now. It just didn't flow as good. So definitely don't watch that version first. Look at that as like a special feature, a bonus extra or something, just to see how you feel about it. I saw there's an upcoming Blu-ray release. Or I'm sorry, 4K release. It's one of them annoying type releases where it has it only has Rocky 1, 2, 3, and 4. But it has both versions of four, which drives me fucking insane because it's like I was looking at it and I was like, oh, I might have to grab that because I like the majority of these movies. But then it's like, well, I don't have five and six. So I might as well just keep my fucking Blu-ray collection that has all six of them in it. Because all that tells me is that at some point down the line, they're probably going to re-release it and put five and six in there with it. And I'm going to be pissed. So if you got that version of it, like if you buy that box set with the 4Ks and both versions, like I said, watch the theatrical one first. And then if it's there... Just go ahead and get other one a shot and then just see how you feel about it. But Rocky 4 theatrical is the way to go. So yeah, man. Rocky 1, through, one 2, 3, and 4. 2 and 4 are my favorites so far. Nice and even. But now, Rocky 5. So, so, so curious to watch this one because I hear nothing but bad shit about it. Can it really be that bad? Will I shock the world and like it better than Rocky 3? That's to be seen. I think I did see that the original director is coming back for this one. It's not Stallone this time. I saw, I'm pretty sure it was the director of the first one coming back, which is wild because if the first one was so great and you got that old director back, what the fuck happened? I guess we'll find out next time I watch one of these movies. So until then, one thing left to tell you is that I'm Brent. Have a good rest of whatever day you listen to this song. Whatever day I ended up uploading this. I don't know for sure what day it is. Please, if you have seen Rocky for Rocky vs. Drago Ultimate Director's Cut. <laughs> just say the whole name. Tell me, man. My, my tripping, did you feel the same way? Like, I, it was just something missing, man. I just, I couldn't get into it fully. There's just something not going on there. Let me know if you feel the same way. Let me if you know if you think it's superior. Because I would really love to hear why you think that. Not knock you or nothing. I'm just curious. Like, why do you say that version is better? Because I don't see it. Open, help me open my eyes to why. If you agree. I just want to know how many people like that version better other than Stallone. That's really what I want to know. But yeah, are you shocked? Is Rocky 2 and Rocky 4 your favorite ones too? Do you like Rocky 4 better than 3? Do you think 3 is better? Let me know what all you think. And I'll be back to let you know what I think about Rocky 5. Peace. Thank you.